0: You know, if you're gonna steal cars, don't dress like a car thief. You found my weakness in small knives.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 93 of The Geek Generation. Today's show is a couple pre-recorded segments that are kind of chunked together to put this episode together. Uh, first of all, we're going to be talking, or I'm going to be talking, with returning fitness guru and friend of the show, Scott Herman. We'd played a couple video games beforehand, we discussed that a little bit, as well as get into some talk about The Amazing Spider-Man. And there are some spoilers going on in that conversation, so this is your warning now. If you haven't seen The Amazing Spider-Man yet... You might want to go see it first if you plan on it, and then come back and listen to our show afterwards if you don't want anything ruined for you. I also say that because following that conversation with Scott Herman, Mike Volpe, Brian Lipsitz, and I jump into the spoiler room for our discussion of The Amazing Spider-Man, which obviously is also very spoiler heavy. So again, if you haven't seen The Amazing Spider-Man, a large portion of this episode is dedicated to it. So make sure you see it first and then come back to us afterwards. In the meantime, uh, if you're going elsewhere or you're listening to the show and you say, hey, I really like the show and I want to support it. How can I do that, Rob? Well, that's very easy. There are several different ways that you can help out the show. And here's just a few things that you can do. One, go to the iTunes store. There is a place in there when you search for The Geek Generation and find our show. Down below, you can rate us and give us a star rating. If you like the show a lot and give us five stars, that's appreciated. Also, just below that, you can write some reviews. We are at 49 right now as of the time of this recording. I would love to get to 50 and then way past it eventually. So if you go down there, that only takes about a minute of your time and helps us out more than I can say. Also, if you want to do something that goes along with the money you're spending... Uh, But you don't want to give us any money specifically. Just send us money because that feels weird sometimes. I don't want to sit here and beg you for money. So if you're going to do shopping though online, if you're going to go to Amazon.com, then you can help us out that way as well. Instead of going to Amazon.com and doing your shopping, go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon and it will still bring you to the Amazon homepage. When you get there, do your shopping as you're going to anyway, and a little portion of that money will come our way. You don't have to spend anything more. It'll just come towards us. So really, really appreciate that. Uh So like I said, we'll be talking with Scott Herman first and then jumping into the spoiler room for The Amazing Spider-Man. So let's do that right now. Enjoy. That was a new um
0: robot chicken. He's like, I'm the baby Terminator. (laughs) See that? I haven't seen Robot Chicken in way too long. He's like, and like there was a puppy and that was like the T1000. It's like, got to terminate the puppy. (laughs) (laughs) And he's fighting him. And then, uh, you know, Sarah Connor's like, man, they must just be running out of ideas for Terminators. (laughs) (laughs) They come in as babies and dogs. Yeah. He came in as a baby with his
1: with Arnold's head. It was great. <laughs> it's like Chucky but Arnold.
0: Yeah, exactly. With a red eye. Yeah, with my goggles. It was really funny. <laughs> we love Robot Chicken. Metalocalypse is new too. I can't believe that show's still going on. I, love I thought it. it had just dropped off. No, They're that in like show is season four or something now. That show was actually pretty hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's such subtle comedy. Like the last episode we were watching. um, they were just, they got this defibrillator. Yep. And they were just so on of just like, def- just doing it to each other. And they do it to murder phase, And he's like, ah, somebody pissed my pants. <laughs> and then uh, Pickles is like, I think you're the culprit in that air situation. <laughs> and it's a
1: dry humor, you know? Yeah. I saw the first season. It was really funny, but I haven't seen it since, real.
0: Yeah. Now they're starting to get into like the whole Metalocalypse, like what it actually is and why they're the chosen ones. And that's the season finale this Sunday that we have to watch, because they like you know what goes on, but you really don't understand everything like right. that secret society. Like you really don't know who the hell they are. All the creepy there. old guys. Yeah, and like the guy sits on, sits on the throne on the new episode that was on uh, last week. He reveals himself and he's like a specter, mm-hmm. and he's like blowing up people's faces with his hand. He just like goes like this, and all these people's like eyes explode. Good lord. Yeah. And then, um isn't he like Mr. S- Mister Solis or Silesia is his name? And then now the band's like, who was that guy? And then they go, now they're going to go to the Church of Black Clock and they're going to learn they're the Chosen Ones. <laughs> and um in the preview, the priest is like, you are the Chosen Ones. And Murderface goes, we're the Jews? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so funny. The, the creative team behind that has made so many good shows for like Adult Swim and everything. And that guy, Brandon Small. Uh, Did you ever see Home Movies? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that show. That show is really with the I like the gym teacher. <laughs> yeah. And he's actually the guy, um, H. John Benjamin. He does the voice for so much stuff now on uh, Bob's Burgers. He does the dad on that. He's done the lead character in Archer. Yeah. He's all over the place. He has a good voice. Great cartoon voice. Yeah. I'm
0: trying to think where I just heard his voice. Is he, in, does he do anything on uh, Family Guy?
1: I wouldn't be surprised. I know Does he, he has. The, I've heard the voice, but I don't know which character. Doesn't he do
0: the, the store clerk? Which one? The Where Chris and Meg work at the store, and they talk about movies all the time, him and Chris? He has, like, the... the it might be. I think that's him.
1: It very well could be. I've definitely heard his voice on Family Guy before.
0: Because he has that, like just like hey uh, let's talk like this <laughs> it's the greatest voice ever. no it is I think no he's the he's the guy who runs the store that Meg gets a job at and then she brings her brother and then her brother gets the job in the episode yep. and then her brother becomes like the supervisor before Meg just because the guy wants him to sit there and talk about movies all the oh, whole yeah. time he's like and they always like yeah he's like her boobs look great. 21 minutes, 5 seconds, .02 seconds in. Like, they know all the times. Of, you know what I mean? Like, they're so nerdy. It's like Mr. Skin. Yeah. Yeah, if you watch the movie, you know, but around 45 minutes in, some real good boob shots. it's <laughs> <laughs> all they talk about.
1: That's what you want to rent right there. It's so funny. Guy, the voice is just so deadpan and just so, like, low-key that everything is everything is funny.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's so cool. Oh, yeah. So we've been recording this whole time. We have been nice. Yeah. I kind of thought so. I saw the bars move in over there. Figured, why not? You know, yeah. Well, we get good stuff. Just hop into conversation mid whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So talking about, uh, metal, metalocalypse and all this other good stuff. The amazing Spider-Man, which we definitely wanted to talk about. Yeah. I definitely want to talk about that. And I actually spoiler warning (laughs) because I'm sure we're going to get into it. Spoiler alert. Spider-Man. So. Yeah, I was about. I was talking about it on my Sunday update, and I was like, "Yeah, we saw uh, Spider Man, and then we saw Magic Mike, which, which she wanted to go see." Did you see Odyssey. him back to back? No.
1: Oh, okay. I was gonna say that's quite the dichotomy. I mean, kind of. I mean, it's it's almost naked men and then spandex dress men, so it's it's kind of close, but not quite.
0: She wanted to see them back to back, naked. Yeah. <laughs> touching each other's. Is there really dong and Magic Mike? There's a little bit of dong. A little dong. I love it. Um, I mean. Like there's this one scene where they're in the back and the guy who's like, I mean, I guess you would call him the captain of the team because he probably has the biggest dong. <laughs> <laughs> that makes him the captain. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think Magic Mike is like the go-to guy, but um, he has like a penis pump, which I haven't even seen since the first Austin Powers. Right. It's not mine, baby. I <laughs> swear. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's just like that. Channing Tatum and the dude. I forget his name, but the dude from I am number four, which by the way, every movie that kid's in now, he's just like a douchebag, I've noticed. Channing Tatum? No, the other kid, the man he was in I Am Number Four.
1: Oh, Alex Proyas. Like he
0: was really cool in I Am Number Four. Yep. The last movie I saw him in, I think, was um In Time with Justin Timberlake. Yep. And he was just like a douchey dude. In this movie, he was like that same douchey no, dude. So
1: that's kind of his so pigeonhole. A,
0: but he was not in the other movie. Maybe because in that movie, his hair was blonde. And in the other movies, it's been black. And that just means douche. <laughs> Equals douche. <laughs> <laughs> right, babe, with your black hair? Oh, my God. Thanks, Sadie. So, um, no, this is one awkward part where they're talking. And then, like, the dude's just, like, slowly pumping his penis to get it to be longer, I guess. And That's then, such an awkward thing to watch on and screen. And then he's, he's dancing on stage behind this like curtain so all you see is his silhouette and then there's like a woman off to the left looking at him like naked. Yeah. And he pulls off his pants and you see like his penis hanging <laughs> between his legs. <laughs> all
2: the way to, like his knees.
0: Yeah, like to his knees. Stunt penis. Yeah. Like Boogie Nights. He's just like, "Oh, cool." Now it was funny because in the beginning everyone's like all the girls are like crying and like getting all horny because they saw Chan Tatum get out of bed yeah and then you see his butt and they all started screaming (laughs) and she's getting all excited (laughs) that's funny so then the very next scene was the girl he was sleeping with naked and I was like woo yeah (laughs) he
3: was the only screaming (laughs) that's
0: funny (laughs) And then, but yeah but I followed it up I'm like how do you like it yeah yeah
1: well, there's so, that meme going on around the internet now. It's like, for the first time in history, all the girls want to see a movie
0: about strippers and all the guys want to see a movie about a teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, right? That's actually pretty funny. That's like true. That. <laughs> we saw that movie, too. That movie was great. That was fantastic. Right from the get-go. So funny. When the little Jewish kid's like, yeah, get out of here, <laughs> whatever his name is, to Mark Wahlberg's yeah. character, as he's getting punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> You're a jerk. I don't like you. Get out of here. Yeah. So funny. But, uh, let's get, so, yeah, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, I know, right? We got sidetracked by Dong. <laughs> so, um, I thought the kid did a great job as Fantastic. Fantastic job. He did a really good job. I thought in the beginning he was like a little cry-y a little bit. Yep. Like he was just kind of like always upset. And I was like, dude, sack up for Spider-Man. But they transitioned into it really well. I still don't think that his, Spandex that he ordered online look would look anything like his suit that he was wearing.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: takes know. a lot of extra tailoring, you know. Like at least in Kickass, it, the, when he got the spandex in the mail, that's what it looked like when he put it on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, straight up scoop. You know what up. I
0: mean? Like straight up, this is what I ordered. Yeah. You know, he gets it and like it's made out of this like super metallic fiber. But uh, I did like how they added a lot of comedy, like when he's um when he's when he's searching for the guy who killed his gran- killed his uncle Ben. Yep. And he's like, oh, no, knives! No, my only weakness. He's just like shooting him with. He the was webs. much
1: more the wisecracky, like snarky Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah exactly. That was nice. Because that's how Spider-Man is. Yep. He's just like, you know, he's wisecracking and stuff like that. But um, I was disappointed that he never caught Uncle Ben's killer.
1: I was, too. And um, it seems like in this movie they were trying to save too much for the sequel, knowing that they already had one. Yeah. I mean, they know they're doing a trilogy already.
0: Oh, so, do they? I didn't yeah. Know that.
1: So they're kind of, I think, holding back on some things, and it's, you can't do that with the first movie. You kind of have to have everything pay off in the first one, then maybe tease something at the end.
0: Yeah, well, you know, he, I mean, they, the twist they did in the first ones was that guy wasn't the real killer, but he was the partner, and then the partner becomes Sandman.
1: Yeah, which was a bunch of bull.
0: Yeah, which was a bunch of bullshit, but. I mean, I this dude, like, just kill him, you know? He killed Uncle Ben. <laughs> just straight up kill him. <laughs> just go find him and kill him. Jeez.
1: I had a few things that I just had issues with. with like, overall, I like, uh, Andrew Garfield was a better Spider-Man. Emma Stone was a much better love interest than...
0: I like her. She's a great... I, I've she liked great. her ever since I saw her in Superbad. Yeah. You know? and when she was just giving um, Jonah Hill shit the whole time as her character. Yep. And you you watched Super Bad for the first time like a couple months ago, babe, right? Yeah, that's right. And she liked it, you know. But yeah, I think you're right. She did a great job. Like that little scene where her where the like uncle Uncle Ben's like he has your picture on his computer. Yeah, it's <laughs> hysterical. And, he's, and he's like, "No, I don't." And she's like, "Oh, so you don't have my picture?" You know what I mean? Like she was cool. Yeah, I liked it. It was really good. But um, I don't know. Like I know a lot about Spider Man, but I don't know enough to know. I mean, I don't think her dad was that. Involved. captain stacy
1: he, he wasn't that involved with spider-man but he was like a police captain does he I
0: die think. in the comics i
1: don't remember i don't not that i'm aware of
0: because my whole thing and she was like if the, and i don't want to say anything and she's like oh my god if she dies i'm gonna be so upset and you're and just like and i'm like oh <laughs> she's going to be dead soon <laughs> and then it started you know hinting towards right, right. he's gonna die and then she's like, oh, if he dies, I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can die. <laughs> and, I was, and I was like – and then at that point in my head, I was like, I don't know if this dude's going to die. But then I thought to myself, I'm like, well, he knows his identity, so he has to die. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least he went out pretty well. He got a claw through um, his chest. It's pretty solid. And so uh, – oh, so it's a funny side story. So my my little brother came and his buddy, his buddy Mike came too. And so after the movie ended, he was like, dude, they used the same actor who played Green Goblin and he died the same way. He got shafted through his chest. I'm like, that was not the Green <laughs> Goblin. I'm like, I've seen this guy, I forget his name. Dennis Leary. Yeah, Dennis. Is that that what? was the guy who played Captain Stacy. Uh no, the no, Green God, Goblin was
1: Willem Dafoe. Defoe. Yeah. yeah,
0: there we go. I'm like, I know like I know they do look kind of alike, but yeah. William Dafoe, I'm like, dude talking to his friend i'm like listen dude i've seen boondock saints a million times i could point this guy out if was wearing a dress yeah that was not him they look the same but william defoe has bug eyes and he has a gap in his teeth and he's like oh they can do cgi i'm like no it's not him why would they do that you yeah. know speaking of that did you know william defoe was the voice of the king of like the green dudes and uh john carter
1: yes yeah i didn't oh he has such a distinctive like tone and voice and everything. He, oh yeah.
0: He does, but I didn't realize that till I was watching the behind the scenes stuff. But um anyways, back to Spider-Man. <laughs> um yeah, so he died. I was very surprised. Yeah. And then people at the end were trying to say that and I read online that the 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 creator, the director didn't give away any teasers, but he's people were like, "No, that was um Green Goblin in the jail cell at the end."
1: Oh uh, Yeah, we actually, we put up an article about that. One of my uh, other writers, he's even more into comics than me, had some theories about who that guy at the end was. And I thought
0: it was his, I thought it was a projection of his subconscious. Which is possible. Because they kind of, they kind of leaned towards him getting to be a little crazy yep. when he started injecting, like he was talking to himself. You remember?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, and then when the guy said, you know, did you, t- did you tell the boy the truth about his father, mm-hmm. which... If you remember the previews, they kind of alluded that they were gonna talk about his dad. Mm. And one they th- didn't as much as one of the previews one of the previews, um, Lizard like straight up says to Peter, Do you think what happened to you was an accident? Right, but that scene wasn't in the movie. No, it wasn't in the movie. Yeah. I was waiting for it. I was like,
1: Oh, I hate it when they do that. It was like Iron Man 2, they did the same thing. They had the best scene in the trailer where uh Tony jumps out of the plane and uh yells like, You complete me. So oh, Pot's yeah. yeah, yeah. she jumps out, and it wasn't in the movie at all. It was like the best scene in the
0: trailer. Oh, that wait—that was for Iron Man too, right? Yeah, in the very beginning. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was another one. I hate it when they do that. And they did—they did something in the Avengers too, but I already forgot what it was. Yeah. Not important. But yeah, so what were your thoughts on on Spider Man? Uh,
1: the, the um, well, the ending thing. Uh, they've only said who it's not. The the popular fan base on the internet thinks that it's Norman Osborn.
0: Yeah, that's what people were saying.
1: And I don't see Norman Osborn going himself there. Like He's he's like Lex Luthor. He's way up there and he sends a minion to go do it. That's beneath him to walk into a prison and talk yeah. to somebody. But um Ricey Fan's the guy that played Lizard. Straight out said in an inter- in interview, it's not Norman. That's the one guy that he's saying it is not Norman Osborn. But it is someone who is associated with him.
0: So it wasn't then his projection. No. So
1: the the theories, the the two strongest theories that I have heard is that it's either Electro because uh, when the guy shows up, there's a bolt of lightning and when he disappears, there's a bolt of lightning. So that kind of hints at Electro. Uh, Other people have said it's actually Richard Parker. I was thinking it might be
0: Richard, his father.
1: Which would be, that would make sense too.
0: Because maybe something happened to him where he did transform and that's why, you know what I mean? Because it's not uncommon for the father to be like, did you tell him about his father? Right. You know what I mean? Like, dark, like you know, it's been around since Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. The
1: coolest theory that I've heard is that they're going to set up for a Sinister Six movie. And we just saw Lizard. Now we'll see, like, Electro. And they'll go through all the six. And then they'll have, like, they'll do, like, five of them. And then the last one, they'll have all six or something. Electro is a pretty diesel character. He is. That'd be kind of cool.
0: What about, wait. Who is the shocker? Where's he? he's bad?
1: Shocker, shocker is Spider Man.
0: It is Spider oh, yeah. Man, yep. right? Oh yeah, that's who I was thinking of at first. Not Electro. Shocker, that guy used to always like he used to play this crappy game for like the PC when games first came out. Yeah, could never beat him. <laughs> it was the hardest Spider-Man game ever created, if anyone's ever played it. It was, like, you know, when we were kids. It's probably one of the PS1 game, or even before that. No, no, no. It was for the P... It was straight-up computer. Oh, like, nice. This is like when... Like Commodore 64. <laughs> I don't even think Nintendo 64 was out yet before this game came out. It's like when you would go to the mall and buy, like, Prince of Persia. You yep. know what I mean? Gotcha. And it was so hard. It was, like... I think the whole... Ca- the character he had to kill was, um what's his face um with the glass head oh mysterio mysterio yeah you had to fight mysterio yep and i was like this game sucks and then like i would try <laughs> to play it again i just couldn't do it and i was like oh i can't do anything yeah because you had to use like the arrows and you had to climb walls and then to jump off you had to like push up to stand up and then push up again the jump and then it was just horrible it's
1: obnoxious For some reason, that's ringing some bells. Like, I feel like I've played it.
0: Yeah, you probably have. It was horrible.
1: (laughs) I wish I hadn't played it either, but I'm pretty sure I did.
0: I was watching, I was watching, uh, or listening to something. They're talking about, um, old Nintendo games, how they're just like the hardest games ever created. The
1: learning curve on games has changed so much. Like, they have, uh, like super easy modes on games now and like auto aim and
0: stuff, and it's ridiculous. I would love to watch somebody beat Ghosts and Goblins. That would just, like, okay, you can someone can actually do that, yeah, because it's impossible. Battle Toads, no way, dude. Battle Toads <laughs> is so hard, <laughs> nobody beats Battle Toads like that. Like, the hardest level was yeah. just trying to get, uh, I think it was like even the third level when you have to go on the, the ski water wheel. ski. Oh my god, and you would hit the ramp and you yep. would not jump, you'd have to memorize. Like, the pattern, too. Yeah, the pattern of the blocks oh coming at God. you. Oh, my God.
1: And by the time it showed up, like, it tried to give you a little hint, but it was way too short of a time for you to react to that. Yeah. It was insane. That game was fun, too. It was. That and swinging up the uh, the <laughs> vertical columns, and you do, like, the bell. Oh, and, you,
0: and you hit them with your feet? Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember that game. So ridiculous. Yeah, that game would have been awesome if they didn't make it so hard. It was impossible. you punch the little, like, mice in the face, and then your fist gets huge, and they blast everywhere and you
1: had to play with somebody else because if you did play by yourself some games compensated for whether you're playing single player or multiplayer Battletoads didn't it had the same <laughs> amount of enemies if you played
0: by yourself yeah and you just get destroyed yep that was a cool game i like that it game. was cool but <laughs> all three levels of it were awesome yeah the only three ever play in your life because you can't get past any of them so ridiculous so um see so yeah maybe we should finish up with our spider-man talk i think overall the movie was great um i would see it again for sure they did also kind of allude to the fact that aunt may is not an idiot and she figured out what was going on right right especially towards the end she's just like it's like everyone figured out though yeah every- he either told everyone or they figured out or he showed them their face yeah he's like look at me yeah she thought the little kid was gonna die in, the, in the truck she's like "Grab my arm oh baby's gonna die that was like the one time he unmasked that i thought
1: it was kind of cool like where where he took it off. No, I'm just a human. I'm just a human. Then you put it on. It makes you strong. I thought that part was cool.
0: Yeah, I like that too. It was pretty cool. But I thought I thought maybe the little kid was gonna die <laughs> because someone has to die at some point. Someone <laughs> and that was was that pre
1: Uncle Ben or after? That, that was, was after, after. Yeah. Okay. I and mean, the the Uncle Ben death. I don't
0: know why it didn't hit me emotionally like the mm-hmm. the first movie did. Yeah, no. The first movie was much cuz he actually got to him and they talked a little bit like I agree with you on that one. Yeah. You did not get emotionally attached to the character yeah. around at all. I didn't it feel like, it okay, as much. He died. <laughs> you know. He kind of he kind of just got shot and died like right away. Right. You know, he, Peter's over there like punching him and he's not responsive. In and you
1: one. can say that, yeah, we're familiar, but everyone knows Uncle Ben dies eventually. Yeah. So it's not like we didn't see it coming in either movie, but for some reason in this one, just not, it was kind of hollow.
0: Yeah. And this one, I i guess I was just kind of waiting for him to die so the movie would start. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted him to say with great power comes great responsibility, which they also did yeah, not do. Yeah, they didn't say it. They no. also did not do. They did not say that. Must be copyrighted. I liked how they incorporated Stan Lee in this one, though. He's just like chilling with his That was his doing. best cameo yet. Yeah, it was wicked funny. Yeah,
1: that was great. <laughs> that was pretty good. He, he almost
0: died. Everybody almost dies. That's the theme of the movie. They also did a lot more fighting with his webs, like um, using it to pull things or yep. him to pull himself and Ricochet. Um, I think it's the very end of the movie when he's inside the crane mm-hmm. and he shoots his things out, his webs, and he pulls himself back and he yeah. torpedoes out. Because that's how, like, a lot of the fighting and how he does it. You know, even in the games, like Marvel vs. Capcom, you, you, you web swing into someone's face. And that one scene, my favorite, my favorite shot is when he's fighting a Lizard on the top of the roof and he falls on the edge and he shoots his webs and pulls and comes up and hits him in the face. Hell yeah! kicks him in the face. That was cool. Like, wanna see more of that stuff with Spider-Man, you know?
1: My biggest letdown, uh, of the stuff they built up was the, the shot with the cranes, which I thought was kinda of corny to begin with, like having all the cranes turn and give them a clear path and everything. When they, they built that up as such a huge, huge thing, and you just wanna see him be badass and just swing from crane to crane and like awesome shots. And then they have him jump and he shoots and he misses the first beam. Yeah. And they had to lift him up and like, you just
0: killed all the momentum of that build up. Yeah, all of it. It's oh, yeah, because he can definitely get enough sh- like speed to swing pretty yeah. far, and his web can definitely hit it, and he doesn't miss. It's very rare. I did like how they um they played with the webs in the sewers when he made the spider web, and they actually showed him
1: build a web, which
0: they never do. He's just it's just like there. Yeah, yeah that was cool. He built the web, and then he listened to the vibrations and waited for the lizards to come, and he, that was know, great. They really um. Tried to like span out his powers, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I got into an argument with uh, Erica's daughter. <laughs> she's like, "They didn't show his spider sense," and I was like, "Oh, you don't want to go down that path with me." I'm like, "Yes, they they clearly showed it throughout the entire movie, right?" And she's like it was just visually different yeah than it, it was, was visually it was all visual like him like catching the fly and always twisting like twisting and turning yep you know the classic scene in the subway where he like kicks everyone's ass by accident he's yeah. like oh I'm sorry sorry yeah, yeah. yeah I guess for her as a child it didn't come across as well as the other movie yeah you know? yeah well so I said I said um I said so what just because he has spider sense he can never get hit she's like yeah he got shot I'm like okay you ever see a spider in real life? She's like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you ever step on one?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good warning system, but it ain't yeah. flawless. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't make any more. <laughs> <laughs> So we, I liked it. It was great. Yeah. It, um, it definitely handled like his uh, more. I think it had a more realistic take on like his reaction to his powers and everything. Like at first he was just breaking everything. Yeah. Because you, when your strength is multiplied eight times all of a sudden actions that are just so normal to you. And they always say things like that, like in the comics, Superman and Spider-Man, since they're so strong when they fight normal guys, they often pull their punches. Just they don't crush the guy's skull. Yeah. Like they're insanely strong.
0: Yeah. There was like a, a thing which I think was like, they did like a, what would happen Spider-Man versus Batman? Mm-hmm. And like, and they said that like Spider-Man would, if he really tried hard, just break his face in one punch. Just yeah. a human, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's true. I mean you're obviously clearly you're a Batman guy. You know, it's Batman everywhere but mm-hmm. yeah. You know. It's it's uh, I mean it, it's,
1: Batman fans can always go to the well of Batman's prepared for everything. <laughs>
0: Batman <laughs> but, is prepared for everything, but you know, if he's just If he's just getting out of bed and Superman decides he wants to go (laughs) beat his ass real quick. That's true. You know? Oh, I'm
1: sorry I broke through your ceiling and smashed your face. (laughs)
0: Yes. I'm sorry I just destroyed you. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta sleep sometime, Bruce. (laughs) I sleep, but when I sleep, I'm still bulletproof. (laughs) That's a fair point. (laughs) Uh, I'm probably not going to make it out of here live <laughs> <laughs> No, no the, Me me twiddling my fingers over here Is not,
1: not scheming a plot of any sort
0: Oh man So we had some fun today um, I showed Rob Super Smash Brothers And he showed me I get my ass beat in Marvel vs. Capcom, <laughs> which I'm not happy about.
1: I had to show you without my ass though, because it was missing from Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. As well,
0: so. <laughs> Again, yeah, he had to redeem himself, which he clearly did. You know, it's like I would fight you with the first two characters, no matter who they were, barely get any damage done. Then Wolverine pops out, and all of a sudden, I'm able to kill off at least one and a half of your guys, which yeah. is one character. Wolverine's a beast. Yeah, dude. All. You- I used to play, I used to watch, when I was a kid, I would watch people play in the arcade all the time, and all they would do with Wolverine is jump around and just do the... Uh, the drill claw. <laughs> do, the, do, do. the drill claw, but they would basically do the the whatever button he would push, mm-hmm. where Wolverine would slash both hands and kind of do a flip. Oh, yep. And just do that over and over again, and it would cancel everything out. Yeah. No matter who was attacking him, he'd just be like, nope dead <laughs> and then you just weapon x and you're done yeah
1: actually those games are going to be available soon too for ps3 and xbox did They're you doing uh marvel vs. capcom origins collection
0: oh that's cool i want that yeah i'd get the joystick you know i bought um it was like five bucks i bought the original x-men game for my xbox oh yeah the arcade game nice and oh yeah i have that too for uh ps I was like sweet I never had enough coins to beat this game when I was a kid (laughs) because you you know you play and then you're like screw it I'm just gonna do the the mutant power yeah (laughs) and then you lose all your life yeah (laughs) and then you die and then you put the coin like but the game's so fun it is and you play it and you have infinite lives because it's on your Xbox as soon as you beat the game it just goes back to level one
1: yeah And it takes you all of, what, like, 20 minutes to actually play through the whole game?
0: I was like, what the hell? This game was so much cooler. I don't even get, like, a cool, like, ending story. I just, yep, start over.
1: And there's the novelty of uh, the double screens and the stand-up cabinet and everything. That was the big appeal of it at first. It was like, oh, my God, that game's
0: huge. Yeah, The Simpsons was like that, too.
1: Yeah. That was a cool game. Simpsons was awesome. Actually, speaking of games that have zero payoff at the end, I remember playing uh, Rampage. On the original Nintendo. Oh, yeah. My dad and I played for two hours straight because the game takes forever. And then we got to the end and you expect like some big payoff. It just has a black screen and white letters. that says congratulations.
0: Are you That's serious? it.
1: And my dad was like,
0: what the hell is this? <laughs> you couldn't even know. You know what sucked about Rampage is you play in the arcade and you're like, this game is sick. And you know that every single person picked the gray wolf. Yeah. And then you get the game for your Nintendo. Guess which character's not in the game? No, Gray Wolf. No, Gray Wolf. What the hell? Who, (laughs) like, seriously, that was the whole point of playing that game, was to be the cool wolf guy, and he's not even in there. Why would they take him out? Makes no sense. And I remember
1: playing in the arcade, the biggest dick move from the guy that you were playing with would be if you got shrunk down to, like, human size before you could get your quarter in. They could walk over and eat you, like any of the other people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you'd be like, what the, the hell, dude? I remember that. Yeah, it's like you got to like you punch them, then you eat them. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you played that game to the end. Yeah, it was way too much time invested into that one. Yeah, I would never play that game to the end.
1: It's Like two hours. Oh man! Although most games are way longer than that now. But well, it's it's the repetitiveness of you Ram know what game is. she
0: likes. She likes to play Rambo at the arcade. She's pretty oh, good. Yeah? yeah, she gets really just she gets really flustered though when you have to just shoot one thing. It's like a. You beat a couple levels, and there's, like, a task. And she, she always dies. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I gotta,
2: babe. appreciate the support. She's like...
0: And then she's like, stop shooting my guys. I'm like, babe, if I don't shoot them, you're going to die. I'm trying to, like... He, make, he gets annoyed because I don't kill them as fast as he does. So he goes to my side of the screen. I just just want to punch him in the face. Like, do my guys. It's like, it's like when you play Area 51. All right. And... The zombie shooting barrels is on your partner's side, yeah. And your but partner just you. isn't shooting the barrels, and you're like, "What the hell, dude? You're gonna die! I see the barrel, like, and you gotta shoot him, right? Yeah.
2: Sometimes I'm all happy celebrating, yeah, I killed him, and it's uh, it's him. Yeah,
1: she's she, trying to save your life, trying to help you. <laughs> if it was the zombie apocalypse, you would be thankful. Exactly. exactly.
2: Not letting me play,
1: Rob.
0: <laughs> Ungrateful. Oh man. But yeah. So. uh This was fun. I had a lot of fun. Hell yeah, man. And now we get to go camping. Tough matter tomorrow. It's going to be a good time. That's crazy. Ten miles. Yeah, I I just did it two months ago, too. Oh, really? I'm actually more excited to do it this time because I'm not going to be freezing except for the ice bath, which hopefully they have it in the beginning again. It's It's like a bathtub of ice from like... That wall to that wall. You got to crawl
1: through it. You jump
0: in there and you go and you get out. And I get very angry when I'm that cold. Yeah. And so like I made the mistake of jumping in before the person in front of me was out. And I was just like, get out. (laughs) Let's go. Like like, I hate it when people climb over walls super slow. Like they don't know how to climb a wall. Because like as soon as my hands touch that wall. I'm just out.
1: And like Rambo, you jump in there and you start pushing them over the walls yeah, now, like, too. They're high.
0: like, no, I wanted to do it myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no. Get out of here. <laughs> Speaking of that, Rambo 4 has been on like for the past two weeks. That was a brutal Rambo. Just, I haven't seen that one. You never saw the new Rambo? No. Like, I was I'm like, Stallone's way too old for this. <laughs> I'm watching it with her. It's it's just the end scene where like it's just this brutal. And she's like, this is disgusting. Wow. Like he He's sitting up top with this like, Gatling gun strapped to a jeep. It looks like it's pumping out fifty cal bullets, and he's just like, and he's just like, there's, there's like must be like over uh, two hundred enemy enemies, and he's just like blowing them in half, blowing off their arms, blowing off their heads. Good Lord, and he's just like, first of all, he jumps in the jeep, turns the gun around and points it at the driver and passenger to kill them. He's like dead and you just see like you just see like splatter of like goo you know like at this point there's not even like body parts it's just goo like flying (laughs) it's pretty pretty brutal
1: that's crazy that i just saw um do you you know judge dread yeah
0: yeah i don't know how i feel about the preview for that it looks
1: like just a movie do you see the red band clip they put out no there's uh they just released it like today or last night or something it's a red band clip from uh, Comic Con, and it's like a minute long. the uh, The whole gimmick with the movie is that the there's, there's like a new drug on the street called slow mo. Yeah, they we, just straight up call it slow mo. Like. We saw
0: the preview when we went to see Spider Man. I think. Oh, really? Yeah, we saw the Judge Jed preview, or we saw uh, it before Magic Mike. I don't know.
1: They um <laughs> well they showed they showed how the slow mo effect's going to work. So like it's all in three D. And then it's in slow-mo on top of that with, like, super slow photography and everything. So they show him bust into a room, starts firing off rounds. Everybody's in slow-mo. So you see, like, this fat dude's rolls rippling. And then you see a bullet cut through it and, like, rip out the other side with the blood splattering out all in slow-mo. And it's like, whoa. He shoots one through a dude's cheek. Yeah. And you're like, oh, like it's crazy. You see the, like, skin just tear.
0: I guess they would have to do something unique. Because, I mean, there's not much you can do with Judge Dredd.
1: He's pretty much just a get in. He's a very rambo type yeah, guy. He's, just get in there I mean, and just was, shred people.
0: He was Sylvester Stallone, you know? Right. Like, and that was such a bad movie. Um, Judgment Day. I just remember the dude getting ripped into like four pieces. That's yeah. Judge Dredd, right? Yeah. Take the head last. And that big robot like rips him apart. I also remember when I was a kid that they were doing like this like, like, uh, co- like contest, like gaming contest. Yep. And you had to go to Blockbuster, and you had to play Judge Dredd and NBA Jam and get the most amount of points to qualify to go to, like...
1: That's such a random collection yeah, of games. Yeah,
0: it was really weird. And I remember like, I remember being like, I hate this game. You can't get any <laughs> points. So that's my story.
1: Yeah, I don't remember the game being any good. But the yeah. movie looks uh, looks crazy. And one of the coolest things is, is Judge, that...
0: Is the is the guy who play, ju- plays Judge Dredd the guy who's in Riddick who plays um oh he's also in uh priest
1: yes he's in priest he was uh mccoy the, in the new star trek carl urban
0: yeah he was the he was the vampire and priest yep. i knew it was him i can i can recognize i just recognize him from his face down because yeah. he's a very recognizable like glare or smirk what is that's just what I was,
1: I was gonna say too he was in an interview talking about the movie he does not take the helmet off the entire movie which really? is something like crazy for an actor to do. Like every actor wants their face seen, but he goes in the comics. Dread never ever takes his helmet off. So in the movie, you will not see me with the helmet off at all. Which is cool. That's like straight up loyalty to the comic books.
0: Babe, we should get we should do that for you. We should get you a helmet, and you can never take it. <laughs> He's so nice to you. <laughs> I get my helmet along with a gun, so I can shoot your ass, man. Don't you worry. I'm very clever with how we engage each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <And> <laughs> I, I like to try and I like the trick her to see how long it takes her to get what I'm saying. Like she did something the other day that I thought was just really dumb, and I was like, "Did you want me to get your helmet first? Basically, calling her because she doesn't like me to say the word retarded, right? But if I say, "Do you want your helmet?" Right, <laughs> I'm just it alludes it. to. I love you, to he it. might not be alive after this point. <laughs> this is just a warning. No. Spoiler warning <laughs> yeah, Spoiler, spoiler alert.
1: alert. Spoiler alert. This is Scott's last appearance. <laughs> You're
0: my shining star, sweetie. My, my cutie. Alrighty. Well, hey. Thanks for having us. Well, thanks over for coming and down, man. On
1: the show again. Always a good time. And uh, people can look for that stuff coming up on YouTube and uh, our videos of gaming and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, make sure you plug all your stuff too.
0: No, I will for sure. Yeah. If you guys are interested in some fitness tips, please come join me, scotthermanfitness.com, uh, Scott Herman Fitness on Facebook and YouTube, and my other channel on YouTube, Older Hermanity. I have some pretty funny stuff on there. I got a HD uh, PVR recorder. Yep. And I've been recording some pretty sweet gameplay of COD. I've put a couple of videos up. And so far, the response has been pretty good. Yeah. I did a cool one uh, recently called Semtex Payback. And I'm really good at if I die, I know the maps. And I can just, like, hum a Semtex grenade over the map and blow people up. So I put together a cool collaboration video. It's awesome. You guys check it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Beautiful. Awesome. You want to say bye, babe, to everybody? Bye. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. (laughs) It was fun seeing him get his ass kicked. (laughs) (laughs) Briefly. (laughs) All right. I'm putting on my sunglasses. That's the best way to go out. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys later.
1: Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon.
0: Hey, what's going on everybody? I'm Scott Herbin from the and you're listening to The Geek Generation.
1: Alright, as promised this week, we are going to step into the spoiler room for our discussion of The Amazing Spider-Man. So let's go in right now.
0: Access granted.
2: Welcome. Welcome.
1: Haven't heard that in a while.
2: How come I'm the only guy that gets frisked by the midget at the door every time we come in here? <laughs>
1: because you're the only one that looks scary enough to oh, actually okay. do anything. <laughs> if we got locked that in here with that. you, we'd be afraid.
2: The process to get into the spoiler room is absolutely ridiculous. It is. A few people only knew what we had to go through. <laughs> well, apparently what I have to go
1: through. It's not a whole lot better being in the spoiler room either. No, it's, it's not. usually pretty warm it's and pretty. A little, warm. It's, it's slightly 81 degrees in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the summer in a big metal container. It's surprising that it's only 81 degrees in here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so The Amazing Spider-Man. Mike and I, I think, are a little more disappointed by it than Brian is. So, let's... I don't know if we should nitpick right away. Let's talk about some of the stuff that we liked about it. Let's do that. I definitely liked the performances of Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. Agreed. uh, Far better than the Tobey Maguire and the uh, Mary Jane of... The Kristen prior Thurston Dunst. Dunst of the a. prior a. trilogy. <laughs> I don't Sorry, think she's she unattractive. Uh?
3: The second, third movies. So.
1: I think if you put her in general population, by Hollywood terms, she might not be as attractive as some others, but I think amongst the general population, she's still far above that. a lot. Of, you know? <laughs> All right. um, but I do think, as far as acting goes and everything, uh, Andrew Garfield was a better Parker and a better Spider Man, and uh, Emma Stone was a better love interest in this one, by far.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just had a better all-around cast. Um, first of all, Aunt May, as much as I wish Sally Field was older, mm-hmm. the first Aunt, the Aunt May from the Ramy films was so over the top. Oh, pizza! Oh! Yeah. <laughs> it, like... Like, all I remember is the first movie where, you know, Green Goblin and come, where she's saying her, you know, the prayers and she's, when he, she's like, he's like, finish it. She's like, deliver us from evil. It's just like so (laughs) bad. It's just, and uh, I don't know. She's just the, this was a much more (laughs) subdued performance and much more realistic. And I I think that's my, my thing. The old one just seemed very over the top with its comic booky, and it's so over the top is, you know, comic book and brightness is good sometimes. You know, Avengers right. was and completely- that's kind of what I
1: liked about it. The original. Not, <sighs> I can't I can't even say the original trilogy because Spider-Man 3 is garbage. But the, the, <laughs> the first two, I liked that it was very comic booky and you got into that world and accepted that world. And that that's not necessarily something I'm missing from this one either, though, because I like that they did the realistic take and it feel, felt more grounded in reality. And I was totally fine with that. That I, mean, I had no issue with either.
3: Yeah, and I, I think um I just thought I mean, you know, they did retread a lot, obviously, you know, the origin. I did li- I do like the origin better from the first one, I think. Mm-hmm. But again, from someone who's read Bendis' Ultimate Run, this is uh, seemed a lot more you know, Uncle Ben and Aunt May were definitely more of the ultimate versions of Aunt May and Uncle Ben. This the origin with Oscorp was much more from Ultimate Spider Man. The convenience
1: um, store instead of the wrestling match was ultimate.
3: Yeah, it's it, it was much it was much more the ultimate universe Spider-Man, but again, um, there was still obviously classic. I mean, Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy, they seriously took like actual outfits from the 1960s and yes. 70s comics yep. and had her in them. Absolutely. Like, and um, I don't even want to mention Gwen Stacy from Spider-Man Three because that never happened because that was an abomination. I but know. um, she's barely you know, memorable
2: but- from it. I don't even remember if she was in that movie. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For
3: like ten minutes, as the evil Peter Parker's like way to make Mary Jane jealous. Yeah. That was total waste of time.
1: Total waste of time. Just taking a a character name and using Mm. it basically.
3: Yeah. And even her, even uh, the role that uh, that uh, Dennis Leary, Dennis Leary played was yeah. As Captain Stacy was in the third one too for no reason. (laughs) 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 But um, I think he was played by uh, I can't think of the guy's name. He's from First Contact and Star Trek. I can't think of his name. Oh,
1: um, Harry Cromwell? Yes, thank you. Or James Cromwell, sorry. James
3: Cromwell, yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, um, I, I do. Now I'm going to start getting you guys, and I'll, I'll agree with your, some of your nitpicks, which I'll let you guys get in two (laughs) seconds. I do agree that I think, that I think the romance part was rushed. There was no explanation. All of a sudden it was like, oh, she like he's shy she's shy and then all of a sudden like oh we're we like each other like i thought that was something they could have done a lot better it felt very rushed Mm -hmm. so i myself liked the lizard i know you guys had your issues with it but i thought they did a good job of making a character that's you know it's not a he's not a major villain of spider-man's he's Mm -hmm. one of they i thought they did a pretty good job the cgi looked good and you know I can't pronounce the guy's name, but <laughs> the guy that played Kurt Connors, Racy Bonds, yeah, I did a very good job. Where he was sort of, you know, he played the good. The, he wasn't a completely evil guy, but he wasn't. I don't. I, I don't know. I I guess get more <laughs> so I can.
2: I like the lizard. I don't. I didn't. Yeah. No, I thought no, it was I mean, great. Was I thought Robbins. it was very fresh so to see now. the lizard mm-hmm. as yeah. opposed to seeing. Uh, the Green Goblin again, or Doctor nice Octopus. To see it was a nice, fresh. To. I, mean, I think my biggest nitpick was I said if you cut out the origins part, this could have just been Spider-Man Four, right? But well,
3: yeah, I mean, I, I, that's true, but I think at the same time, it's like then you could you would have to bring back the old cast, which obviously they didn't want to do, and yeah, the, yeah, yeah. you have to kind of redo the origin if you bring in new cast members. But I I, I agree
1: with that. But no, actually. I like the lizard. I thought he looked really yeah. good. Yeah, there are a lot of. Uh, And I don't even remember what I talked to Scott Herman about, so I might be rehashing things that we talked about in the same show. (laughs) There are, uh, I I always tell everybody that I wish they had done what they did in The Incredible Hulk. Everyone is familiar enough with the Spider-Man origin to where they could have done a lot of that stuff in the opening credits of the movie. And it wasn't necessary except for the flashbacks with Peter's parents. I know that was a big focus. That's something that they probably still could have done. But what they should have done, I think, is kind of do the stuff with Peter's parents, then do the opening credit sequence where they go through the the spider yeah. bite and all that, and then that's rushed through instead of making it like half the movie. Yeah, because we know the origin. Yeah, it doesn't need to be rehashed over and over again, and that allows for so much more time for the development of that rel- uh, the romance and all those little things that we said were maybe a little bit rushed. Because the third act of the movie, I thought, while it was the strongest. Uh, did feel rushed when mm. they spent so much time in the other stuff. Uh, one thing that I didn't like as far as casting goes, I preferred the original Uncle Ben over Martin Sheen's Uncle Ben. I don't think he necessarily did a bad job, but I don't I didn't get the emotional impact from mm. his death in this one that no. I did in the first. And that was one of my biggest
2: nitpicks was that I didn't feel attached Maybe it's just because we've seen it. Maybe. When when they did the first Spider-Man, we were like, wow, finally, Spider-Man. There he is on the screen. And you felt
1: attached. And now we're like, oh, it's Spider-Man on the screen. Maybe that's all it was. I just felt like the buildup to his death and the the resonance from it was not as big. He never even said with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, which I
3: I actually have – I can't really make up my mind on. Part of me wishes they had, but on the other hand, I kind of liked how they – said it but they didn't say it like they said it in a different way without being bel- like in the yeah. old one they bash you over the head with great power comes great responsibility great power comes like right you get it so i think at this point it would have just been like a groaning moment to hear it again from the general public mm-hmm. but i do think it's such an important part of spider-man's character that they should have said it so i'm kind of torn but i yeah again i agree with that and i think martin sheen's uncle ben again was more of the ultimate uncle ben who was a lot more stern and a lot more um not the he, a different type of Uncle Ben than the one that was portrayed in the first Spider-Man, right. mm. and um, I I kind of agree. I didn't have that emotional like connection to it as much, but I thought he did a good job. But yeah, I I mean, it's almost like I wish I could take parts of the old ones and put them into this Absolutely. movie, yeah, and it would be perfect. Yep. Like, but um, I think overall this one is better than any of the old ones, just because I I. As much as I loved it when I saw them, Tobey Maguire is just so bad with his weird faces and his weird, like, I don't know. And they did too much of that, like, jokey, like, mm-hmm. I don't if you guys remember in the first Spider-Man when he's trying to web-sling for the first time, he mm-hmm. does all those little, like... The little hand like, symbols. Yeah, right? and like, yeah. go, go, web, and yeah, shazam, yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, I I don't know. At this point, I don't think you need to do that in, in comic book movies, because then it just gets, like cheesy right
1: yeah. i agree with that but sometimes those little cheesy corny jokes actually work really well it all depends how you fit them mm. in like having rebecca Romain and x-men first class yeah, was well, obviously no, that's, a yeah, that's very different yeah, cheesy that, corny I mean, joke but it was it was that same idea
3: true and um i, I do think uh, what was it? i just lost my shot <laughs> i don't know where i was going after that <laughs> never mind um
1: Alright, um, well, as far as other things in the movie, I can't, yep. I can't put it over Spider-Man 1 or 2 just because of some of the other issues I had that I'll talk about. But one of the other things I really did like about this was the better mix of practical effects and CGI. Oh, that yeah, we saw much, in this one. much, much better. And maybe mm-hmm. that's just a product of the technology, which it probably is. But it was also um like his movements around the fact that he had that lankier body, which we talked yep. about during his casting, even definitely lended itself well to his uh realistic movements as Spider-Man. The whole sequence with him like skateboarding and getting used to his powers that way. Uh, was really good. You like that? The skateboarding. I I, I was I did. slightly embarrassed by it. Yeah, I just
2: felt you thought it was like an old eighties thing. I just didn't feel like it fit. Yeah, I don't know. Like I look at him, I don't know. I just didn't see him. He's kind of a, a nerdy geeky. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I just didn't see him on a skateboard. Well, was I he like that in the comic? Did he have the... in in the Ultimate Universe? He's yeah. a little different. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's got kind so of like that punk rock kind me.
1: of thing going. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I, it just felt. Weird well, that Peter Parker the- has
1: developed over the years and where the original trilogy focused on the classic yeah. idea of Peter Parker, I think this one adopts the more modern, the more ultimate. Mm-hmm. Like Brian said, it is a lot more driven by the ultimate universe than uh, the prior ones. But I mean, if you think about it, let's say you were bitten by a spider and you got Spider-Man powers. What's the first thing you're going to do? I would go like and do all this stuff that I've never been able to, and just yeah. kind of goof around with it on my own, and that's kind of what he did. Mm-hmm. Like he's swinging yeah. around the chains in the place yeah, and everything. Yeah, that was cool. It's absolutely what I'd be doing. Which I was, is
2: probably starting to give him the idea of, wait a minute, if I could find a way yeah, to, right.
1: you know.
3: And that's what I want to touch on. Um So many people, and I know you guys. I don't know if you guys. I'm sure you guys know, but so many people think because of the first movies. That when he was bitten by a spider in the comics, he got web organic web shooters, which right, is not right. the case. So in this one, actually, they no, brought I, it I back know. to the point where he bought, built his own web shooters and it's, it's not coming out of his you know, wrist. Because, I mean, if he was bitten by a spider, wouldn't it be coming out of his ass, basically? Techn- I mean, right, right, right. That'd be
1: funny. Well, I like <laughs> what they did in uh, Spider-Man 2099, that it actually kind of took the place of his blood. Yeah, that, that was weird. Cool. Cool. I
3: mean, I understand why they did it in the first one because they wanted it to just—they didn't want to ex- try to explain to people that. He, but I like the fact in this one that they made Peter Parker smart. He mm-hmm. was intelligent. In the first yeah. one, they show Peter Parker, or Toby Maguire, as he's supposed to be this nerd, but he's never doing anything nerdy. He's never shown, you know, using his smarts or using his intelligence for anything. It's just he's just always whining or crying or bitching about Mary Jane. Like that, I really like the fact that you know. He was shown as being like uh and in the comics, Peter Parker is pretty damn smart. I mean he's no Tony Stark, but he's you know he's able to build his own web shooters and mm-hmm. he's able to do formulas and I, I like the fact that they really brought that into the movie where I thought in the last trilogy they completely did ignored it, even though they made him seem like he was a super nerd that like was you know but yet after he and also. Um, that leads me to my next point is that I like that they kept him in high school in this movie because if you Mm -hmm. think of the first movie, he was in high school for about the first third of the movie and then all of a sudden he's graduated and they never... And I think to really do spider-man you have to keep him in high school for Agreed. a while i mean in alt in the ultimate universe he's still in i mean well, well i won't spoil it but i mean he's he's still in high school and he's been in high i mean they sort of for whatever reason tried to jump and make him an adult in the first movie mm-hmm. yeah they wanted to season. get to the Daily bugle and everything as fast as possible before yeah and i mean you can still do that and have him be in high school but you know and they hinted towards it with the cameras and and uh stuff but in the photography but i i do think it's really nice that they have you know look at flash thompson in the first movie he gets he gets beat up and never seen it again in the trilogy mm-hmm. and this one they actually take it from the comics and at the end he becomes a fan of spider-man and is right, wearing right, his right. shirt which is directly from the comics he's spider-man's biggest fan but doesn't know that peter parker is spider-man which is ironic yeah but um yeah I don't. I, just little things like that i thought were things that made me as a spider-man fan happier than look and, and i'll be honest i watched the old three movies before i saw this so i because i really didn't want to just go in you and sat go, through
2: the third one yeah sadly <laughs> oh, Brian, yes, i have
3: a new level of to... respect for you <laughs> no, that takes i know that's that's i'm bowing on. to you actually right now <laughs> that I am, I'm movie actually is bowing. so hard to sit through you <laughs> it have really no it is
2: it's, it's, it's very long too oh yeah.
3: yeah it's oh it's the longest side of all of them which makes no sense because they cram so much into that movie for yep. no reason absolutely But no, I mean, um, I don't know. What else, what else, uh, do you, I I don't want to monopolize what else.
1: There, I do have some gripes with it. For one, I thought the, I, I, I didn't think the lizard was that strong of a villain because they tried to play the same thing that they did in Spider-Man 2, where his mentor becomes his, uh, the enemy and everything. But unlike Doc Ock, he went just, his whole personality disappeared. Like at the end of the movie where he grabs Peter to like save him from falling yeah i didn't buy it
3: why i mean the whole thing they they explain in the movie when he gets injected he starts hearing that reptile the reptile brain takes over and they've like that's the whole thing of the lizard the, the reptile brain overshadows his human personality so he can't and that's been the whole thing he's like a tragic villain because his whole I, they didn't really do it they didn't explain it very well in the movie but I, I just,
1: I just didn't buy it because there were parts when he was not the lizard that he was still being taken over by the lizard brain, and like the cure had just come down. But I mean, damn, that acted fast. He didn't have his, he didn't even have his, like even have his arm gone before. Yeah. I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah, so it was, it was like too, too much. And again, that was just one of those things that felt. Well, they, brought, I
2: think they rushed a lot. Yeah. yeah,
1: I don't like what, I hate it when movies bring up storylines and drop them and then bring them back. Uh, when the other cops, when the, the he's doing the bioterrorist yeah. thing, and he infected all the other cops who became lizards, yeah. and they just totally ignored him until they cured him. Yeah, like those cops would be running around causing mayhem. That's a yeah. whole nother problem that you can explore. That they just didn't address at yeah, all. That,
3: that would have they would have had a you know that again extends it to other things and i, I don't know I, I can see your point but i didn't really go oh gee i wonder what happened to the cops who were you know lizards wow i know, did running. the I whole mean, time assume. i'm like
1: spider-man's focusing on this one thing when these guys could no, be out I, tearing I people to shreds like it's it's just something that they didn't address that irked me my biggest biggest gripe is one of the scenes that could have been so amazing that they didn't use the potential on. And as a wrestling fan, you might, I don't know if you'll agree with me on this, but I, you'll understand the philosophy of where I'm coming from. Uh, the part where they're gonna have all the cranes turn mm, and yeah. have them swing towards the building. For one, I thought that was corny anyway, yeah. oh, I but, agree. Yeah, was, I agree. but aside from that, and yes, it's a very common. I'm just sick of seeing in Spider-Man movies, the city rising up to help. Yeah. Him. Oh, it's,
3: I agree. I It's something 100%. done over if and you over. you go through every single one, there's wet, see, like the first one, they had people throwing shit at Green Goblin. Yeah. The second one in the train, which is absolutely horrible. Oh, that was so, yeah. horrible. Yeah, I hated that. But yeah. the,
1: the big thing that I hate about it, and it's okay if you do something like that, if you make it pay off properly. What they did was they had the cranes all get ready, they built it up, they had him start the run, they had him <laughs> jump, and he misses the first beam. That's like when you build up to the comeback in a wrestling match, and then he like trips and falls on his face. Uh-huh. It doesn't capitalize yeah. on the momentum that you just created. It takes you down again, and then it it should have been just that build up, and then boom, 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 and capitalize right away.
3: I think maybe they expected that people were going to be like, "Oh God, here comes another, you know, big heroic uh, comeback like he did in the other ones." Where this one was just like, "Oh, look, he's not as like completely." But I, I understand you're all. I, mm-hmm. I, I understand what you mean. I, if you're gonna I,
1: go for the corny, commit. That's
3: what I'm saying. Don't go all the way. It yeah, just seems I, weird. Yeah. I mean, By, all,
2: they're trying to evacuate the city, but these crane guys are like, "No, yeah. we 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 have families, but screw them. We're gonna stay here and help Spider-Man." I would have been like, "Fuck him! I'm
1: out of here." Yeah. F bomb. <laughs> <And, laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Um, but I don't know. I it just felt like if if you're gonna go for that, go for it and yeah. go all the way. Don't the fact that they had him drop before that first uh beam pulls you out of the movie for a sec and makes you go, "Oh wait, they were going to do this but then they didn't." And now you're analyzing it mm. and it's it's I don't know, it's just it just didn't feel right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um I want to point out that I thought I was very weary of this casting and I thought it was actually horrible casting and um I was completely wrong. Uh, and that's Dennis Leary. I thought did a phenomenal job as He did.
2: Yeah, faced. he was good. He was good. He was great. Uh,
3: and obviously, you know, we're in the spoiler room, but like the emo- I thought the whole you know turn you know just like in the comics he dies Uh, not like in the comics though he didn't you know he didn't make peter promise anything but you know dying and finding out that you know peter spider-man and Mm kind of giving his blessing and i like that um too many people found out again though too many people found out Too many people the only yeah. time that cool. I liked
1: when someone found out was the kid in the car. I loved Wait, that sequence.
3: But who found out? He kept his mask on more than Tobey Maguire did in any of the other movies. Uh, uh, Gwen let's see. finds out. Gwen
1: finds out. Captain uh, Stacy finds out. That uh, kid finds out. Aunt yeah. May knows. It's not a secret at all. She finds out.
3: Yeah, but that's like in the, the alternate universe Aunt May knows that I think they wanted to change that. But because again, like he's coming home beat up. Is she going to be like, oh, where where have you been again? Like, it's kind of. I,
2: I don't number one Aunt May about Spider-Man Club. We don't talk about Spider-Man yeah. Man Club. <laughs> Four people in the first
1: movie, though? That's crazy.
3: I I don't know. I mean, if you think about it, okay, the second movie, he had his mask off for, like, on the train. All yeah. those people knew. Um, he always had his mask off pretty much in, like, whenever he was fighting. Oh, in I'm the, not in defending
1: the, the other movies. I'm just saying it's a constant problem with Spider-Man movies.
3: I thought he actually kept it on more in this one than he did Maybe in the others. A formula and I, to this. You, people like- that found out I didn't think was that major of a deal, and I think it... It's different to have Aunt May know mm-hmm. now, and to have, and you know, you know, Mary Jane didn't find out to the end of the second movie, and, and you're really gonna do the whole like, who is this masked man? I'm in love with Spider Man. You do that whole thing all over again. I mean, I, I, I didn't have a problem with it, but again, maybe I'm, I'm just defending everything, so I should probably just <laughs> I um. honestly, honestly, to tell you the truth, I didn't think it was like, you know, like the Avengers, the the best comic. I, I probably am right aligned with you guys. I give it like a. You know, 7.5 out of 10 or 8 out of 10, but not like, I'm not saying it's the best movie I've ever seen. Well, yeah, I
1: mean, I gave it a 7 out of 10. I just had a lot of gripes where I thought it it wasn't as good as 1 and 2.
2: It was rushed. It had its issues. The cast was good. Yeah, the cast was great. And, and like I think I said to both of you, I, I think the big test is now going to be the next step. Yeah. Where do you go from and here? It did feel like they were setting up a little bit too much for the sequels. And, well, and, and I think yeah. it's still debatable for yeah. them as to where they're going to go. I think they're going to, I would hope that they're going to listen to what the fans are saying because they kept the face of, of Osborne shaded out. Like when the shot oh, right, of him, right. like the po- the big banner. Right. So we don't if know if that's so even it, Osborne or
3: still it not. It could sure. be.
2: Well, it was in his. Uh. We're, we're talking about the advertisements. The, on the advertisements side of the building. on the side of the building. So they don't actually have to. They haven't casted him. Right. Yet. So, so it I know. could oh, go yeah, either yeah, way. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, I, I just I think the test is going to be the next one. Like yeah. I said, and, and for
1: a major corporation of uh, such secret science research, they have horrible security. By the way,
2: they <laughs> do. <laughs> Their Terrible. security is like a uh, Paul Blart mall uh, yeah. I mean, He walked is, into
1: anywhere he wanted. That's he right. Got,
2: I just combined those two. You like that? He, <laughs> he got was, bit by the spiders. He <laughs> yeah, stole no web kidding. fluid. My God. Like um, and Yeah, only that, but he's got to keep stealing web fluid. How <laughs> much know. did he steal? He's going to keep going back. But, uh.
3: Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, crap again. I keep <laughs> coming up with these things and they fall out of my head. Um no I, I think it's interesting that yeah he didn't find Uncle Ben's killer and I think they that's a weird thing that they just left that open but in the comics he they always he find him right away so I don't know yeah. why they're kind of li- leaving that like that's you know, the
2: one thing they decide you know, let's see what do they yeah. have in comparison this movie and the last one we can leave out the killer thing right
3: well and, yeah and they didn't even you know they left the whole parents thing you know there's obviously a conspiracy type right or, something else. It, and does, the car? The How did he get the in the car? The know
1: about his parents. <laughs> the guy broke into a car. How is Spider-Man in the back seat already? That makes no sense. I know.
3: It, well, I, I, yeah, and also the, I want to. That made me remind me though. I did love one thing that I thought was great was they actually gave him back his his uh, quips, which Tom McGuire did not do at all in yep. the other ones.
2: Yeah, yeah, which is like, oh, Spider-Man nice.
3: is that is the major thing of Spider-Man you Absolutely. Know, using his his comedy, which I thought was well done, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of, question marks and open things obviously they were looking they knew for a fact that they were gonna make more than one because they didn't that's the only I, I will that's my one big negative of it they didn't make it didn't feel like a complete story right they left it very yeah open you're just like you know as bad as you know as much as I was trashing the first spider-man movie it was a complete story at the end you yeah. know he left Mary Jane at the, at the funeral but you had a complete story and you could Just you could just watch that one movie, but this sort of felt like okay, we're gonna give you all these things, but there's these other things that we're not gonna get to the next movie, you know what I mean? And -hmm. I guess is our
1: last thing we should kind of talk about the mystery man, yeah, Yeah. and And that movie.
2: I I felt right down right after that scene. I said, Well, if you're gonna do a hidden scene, do it right, yeah, (laughs) that was not right. (laughs) It was was kind of just just, it didn't have
3: an ending, it just kind of just like yeah, all right, yeah, he Um, just
2: comes out and he's like, Uh, does the boy know about his parents,
1: right? And what doc. Connors is like, no, or I am, whatever. And he walks away. I am glad that uh they did take one thing out of the movie. And uh, you heard it earlier when I was talking to Scott. This thing I do remember we talked about. The fact that they pulled out the line that you see in the trailer where Connors is talking to Peter and says, oh, do you think what happened to you was an accident type thing? Yeah. Suggesting yeah, that he stuff. was Spider-Man on purpose. And that was not in the movie. Yeah, no. Uh, And I'm glad they pulled that out. They pulled a couple things out. You want to know the truth
2: about your parents? Come and get
1: it. Like that little thing was gone too. I'm glad they took all that stuff out. But the mystery man, the only thing we know definitively, uh, Racy fans, the guy who played the lizard, mm-hmm. said that it is not Norman Osborn. Really? Uh, it is I someone.
2: Don't... Oh, thank God, because that was my no, biggest. No, no I, don't, I don't.
3: buy that. I mean, dude, no? how many times have we heard people say, uh, um... you know, like for example, the casting of Star Trek 2? How many times? Oh, it's Khan. No, it is Khan. Oh no, it's there. It, it's it could completely be none of that came it. from
1: actual sources though. This is a guy that's in the movie itself, but yeah. I, but i don't know How do we know he's telling the truth i'm taking it as as I what hope, it is yeah. i don't think it is osborne for many reasons but uh I, I know that's the fan internet reaction is that it is norman osborne it I doesn't think really make sense
3: i mean even people behind me who had not big comic fans like oh that's gonna be norman osborne like it doesn't really make sense for it to be anyone else except like because it they the whole movie they're talking about you know norman osborne being right. weak and and hurt and sick and all this stuff and mm-hmm. Who else would be behind this big conspiracy? Like, it doesn't really make sense to me to be. I just I don't
1: think Osborne's the type to walk in and do that. He would send a lackey, and that's what uh, fans were saying. I didn't think of
3: that. Yeah, uh, he said
1: true. that it's someone associated with Osborne, but it's not Osborne.
3: Okay, I guess um. yeah.
2: that's that's my big concern. Was if we're gonna do Osborne again? Now we're just looking at Spider Man One.
3: Not, well, well not they, necessarily. They're not going to do, but, they, they cannot do the stupid Pile Ranger. Right,
2: right. No, S- no, but it's like, can't. I've already seen that. It was great to see the lizard. I yeah. don't want to see the same character again. The two best well,
3: guesses
1: that I've heard so far for who that guy is, is, uh, one, that it's electro because, yep. and the, there's a lightning bolt when the guy shows up. Yeah. There's a yep. lightning bolt when he leaves, oh, which yep. I never there, thought about I until I read that. it. Yeah. Uh, yep. so that's a good guess. Although the guy looks a little bit older. Yeah, so that's he, the other weird seemed, thing.
2: But it, that could easily have been Osborne, and he's like maybe he's going to have an involvement with this maybe. Electro character. The uh, I know who he
1: is, but another good guess I've seen is that it's actually Richard Parker. Yep. Oh yeah. Which would make sense because he's older. And a third one, uh, but just, but this the is, line he spews out: "Does the boy know about his parents?" Well, that's like Darth Vader talking about yeah. himself in the third person, yeah. kind of. So now it's going to be like Peter. I am your father. <laughs> it's, it's like a, it would be a purposely thrown in red herring to have him talk like that and then make it be him. That's a, it's a typical movie Man. device. So I hope they don't go that route, but I can see that happening. And my last guess would be, uh, just based on his age, the vulture, because they haven't done the vulture. And it also, uh, there's a lot of speculation that this is the beginning of kind of copying the Avengers and building up to a sinister six battle in a
3: sixth Spider-Man movie. Interesting.
2: We got to watch six of these. Well, it would yeah, be, yeah it
3: would be. It I, be, be I don't know. Maybe. I don't think so. Uh, the, I mean, let's be honest. The box office wasn't exactly on fire. I mean, it did very well, but it did not do the old trilogy numbers. Right.
1: So. We will see a trilogy, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, That's but it's,
3: it's, they're not going to. I mean, there's
1: a, like, I, like
2: I've said a billion times, if they're going to do any character over, Venom needs to be done right. Yes. And uh, the Vulture. I don't know. I don't I'm know how sorry. Gonna I think make they're going to do
3: the Christopher Nolan. Thing of putting the second the movie the second movie will have the big villain like Green Goblin and I mean yes they're going to be doing him over again but I mean how many times have they done the Joker like they've done the Joker over and completely changed him I don't know
2: the Joker's only been done twice yeah well if you don't count the TV show I mean he was in he was in uh, Batman the anime
3: there's different you can always do different it's not going to be the exact same well yeah they'll
1: do Green Goblin eventually I think it would be a mistake to do him now. Because Spider-Man actually does have a pretty solid rogues gallery.
3: Oh, he does, without a doubt. He, Much like Batman, he's got the best rogues gallery. They,
2: they, I wonder if they'll do, like, Kingpin or something. Was uh, Kingpin actually part of the Spider-Man thing? No, or? he, he's,
3: he, he was know. a Spider-Man villain originally. He yeah. debuted in Spider-Man, but yeah. for some sort of reason, he was picked out, up by the Daredevil comic, and now he, that's owned by Fox, so they technically right. can't use him.
1: And they are working on another Daredevil movie, cool. too, but although... The uh, the writer or the director or something departed on that, so if they don't do yeah. one soon, it reverts back to Marvel Studios. Do you think Vulture would be a good? I'm concerned about what that would look
2: like. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that Lizard would they choice. pulled off, a of Vulture I don't think Vulture way.
1: would be that interesting.
3: It's in just which, an old guy
1: flying right, around. I don't not, think so. Yeah. I'm actually I'm I'm hoping for Electro. That, that, I think that, that Electra would be cool. Be pretty cool, and yeah. I think that
3: makes the most sense with the lightning and the disappearing. And, and
1: visually, it would be amazing and yeah. to see on the screen and everything yeah. effects wise. So I think that's a win win all around. And we well, put
2: carnage in there and venom. And just,
1: <laughs> just start <laughs> dumping them all in. Yeah. All right, we should probably wrap this yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, we're running out of time here. Uh so we will uh leave the spoiler room, I guess, and do our little outros here. So final thoughts or something you'd like to plug, Mike Volpe?
2: Uh nope.
3: you right. Um, You can find me on Facebook. You can find me at Xander Harris on Twitter. If you like movies, uh, I do movie reviews with my friend uh, at uh, movienoise.com slash aisle. Our show is called Isle of the Damned. And uh, if you like wrestling, uh, I've got a part of a wrestling podcast called Pro Wrestling Noise, which I can't think of the actual website, but look it up on Facebook at Pro Wrestling Noise.
1: Alrighty please visit our site at thegeekgeneration.com while you're there please go to iTunes as well find us on there rate the show and write a review we're at 48 reviews right now I'd love to at least get us at 50 Uh, if you guys could do that that would be tremendous if you have any questions comments insults or topics you'd like us to discuss on a future show you can go to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or on Twitter, send a message to Geek Generation or leave a voicemail at 508 316 9787. As always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can be found on our site. We'll be back next week. I don't know with what yet, but uh, with something. <laughs> we'll see when we get there. So we'll see you next week. Later.
0: Make it so.